This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, over recent years, micro-volunteering has been making waves in the volunteering sector by enabling people to make a meaningful difference to their communities through bite-sized volunteer tasks. On April 14th, the New Zealanders will have the opportunity to experience the magic of micro-volunteering for themselves at New Zealand's first ever micro-volunteering conference. Joining us on the line now to talk more about that, Chantal Cobby. Chantal, Amorena, good to have you with us. Good morning, thank you for having me. I think we need to pull this um, definition apart a little bit more. How would you describe what micro-volunteering is? I would officially describe micro-volunteering as any cost-free, low-commitment volunteering task that typically takes less than 30 minutes to complete and really there's no expectation of ongoing commitment. Um, So we're kind of seeing a trend in the volunteering space towards this very project-based, episodic way of volunteering. So it kind of takes that and turns it into a new approach to community action that is driven by the idea that huge impact can collectively be created when a group of people get together and unite around a common cause. Chantelle, is this through necessity? Is it just that people are so much more busy these days that they don't find themselves able to commit on a more regular basis or to more time? Yeah, quite possibly. Um, I think there are a lot of barriers that are kind of emerging for people for a wealth of different reasons. For a lot of people, it is time. People don't have enough time to really commit in the way that maybe we used to be able to. But there are also factors like transportation, uh, geographic barriers. Um, You know, often we're not able to connect with volunteer organisations and causes that mean a lot to us that are geographically um, kind of viable for us. Whole wealth of um, different barriers in micro volunteering really exists to break those down um, and make it easy for anyone to make a meaningful difference. Perhaps you could give us an example or two of where we've seen micro volunteering projects really work. Mm. Micro volunteering is a fairly recent concept. I think it started to emerge around 2013. So it's kind of been slowly growing around the world. We've seen a lot of different projects around the world that have popped up. Uh, there are a whole heap of different examples that could be drawn on. Personally, we run um, a whole heap of different activities. Our most popular one is something as simple as writing postcards for lonely residents and local rest homes, getting people together to handwrite messages uh, that are distributed to lonely residents. And it does a little something to address the growing issue of isolation and loneliness in growing in uh, elderly populations. So just any kind of examples like that where it's all about people coming together to do a really little something that adds up to make a big difference. Chantelle, you're with the Micro-Volunteering Collective, right? Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about how that came together. Definitely. So the Micro-Volunteering Collective is a community group that exists to break down the barriers to traditional volunteering and enabling and empowering people to use their skills, strengths and creativity to make a meaningful difference in their community. The Micro-Volunteering Collective is something that I started in 2019 when I was a university student. Personally, I've been really lucky to grow up volunteering. I watched my parents give quite selflessly to the communities that we belong to and volunteering has always been a part of my identity but I found that I was facing a whole heap of barriers that were meaning I couldn't engage with volunteering in the way that I always did when I attended university and I found that this wasn't a challenge that was unique to me. There are a lot of other people around me who were willing and ready to engage with volunteering and community action but we were just facing different barriers that were making it difficult to do so. 
So the Micro Volunteering Collective drew inspiration from the likes of Student Volunteer Army and became a new way to, I guess, fill a gap in the volunteering space and make it easier than ever for more people to experience the benefits that volunteering offers. We talk about volunteering a lot here on Community Access Media and Dunedin is a university city. Many of the organisations that are volunteer-based that we speak to do rely quite heavily on student input. But a common theme is that there is, through necessity, a turnaround of volunteers, of younger volunteers, for obvious reasons. They're coming and going from the city. So for organisations that rely on volunteering, might this be an opportunity for them to consider how to restructure volunteering opportunities within their own organisation? Definitely. It's a win-win because the micro-volunteers themselves gain access to a whole heap of benefits from engaging in micro-volunteering. But so do the volunteer organisations because they gain access to a whole group of people, a whole group of kind of change makers who are really championing their cause and supporting what they do, who previously may not have been able to engage with their organisation due to the barriers that existed. So they definitely gain a whole lot of benefits from it as well. The Micro-Volunteering Collective has joined forces with Volunteering New Zealand to present a conference on uh, April 14th. Tell us more about what's planned. Absolutely. So April um, marks Micro-Volunteering Day, a global celebration of micro-volunteering. And we are just wanting to make it easier than ever for people around New Zealand to experience what we like to call the magic of micro-volunteering. So we are running a virtual conference and inviting people, whether it's individuals, community groups, workplaces, anyone, to come online and join us for a whole day of different virtual micro-volunteering activities. We're going from 10am till 8.30pm. There are seven different activities on offer. We're kicking off the day with a bit of yoga um, because you have to you know, serve yourself before you can serve your community. We're also doing a New Zealand Sign Language class. We're going to have a toy drive and get people together to repurpose old clothing into tug toys, which will then be donated to animals at the SCCA. We're going to create some art pieces for children in the local hospitals. And in the evening, we're going to finish it off with a bake-along session. So we're having the winner of the Great Kiwi Bake Off, Albie Hales, join us to lead us through a live baking demonstra- demonstration. So just a whole heap of different activities that we hope will spark different people's interest and enable them to come along, join in from the comfort of their own home and get to do micro-volunteering with us. Really interesting that you're choosing to use this online conference as an active day rather just than a talk fest about micro-volunteering. Might that also point to another change in the way that volunteering can be offered with so much more being done online? Yeah, we would like to think so. Um, COVID for us at the Volunteering Collective has forced an evolution from our previous way of running, which was doing all in-person events, whereas now we are all online. Um, And it does enable us to connect with a whole heap of new people in different places in different ways. So I definitely think that it could be the way of the future and a way to continue to engage more people in new ways that maybe we haven't thought of in the past. The collective is represented. Re- represented how far in New Zealand? Uh, uh, do you have locations and and centres of interest, or are you based as a as an online entity yourself? Our roots are in Hamilton because uh, that's where I was studying when we started up. But we now have micro volunteers throughout the whole country. We don't have any particular hubs in different places. 
we just run online events and campaigns and activities so we have people join us from literally anywhere. All right, well, if people want to learn more about micro-volunteering and, in fact, indeed, be actively involved in a really useful day of micro-volunteering, April 14th, how do they express their interest and in, uh, sign up for this, Chantelle? We are online, so they can look at us on Facebook, um, on Instagram, or just Google the Micro-Volunteering Collective. We have all of the details on there for both our conference and then events that we'll be doing in the future as well. Fantastic stuff. Um, well, all the very best. It's been a fascinating discussion with you, and it'll be so interesting to see uh, how the momentum for micro-volunteering gathers over the coming months and years. Perhaps we'll talk again, Chantel. Chantel Cobby uh, from the Micro-Volunteering Collective joining us on the awesome morning show. Kia ora. Thank you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.